please stay strong because it's always possible. The sky is the limit. No matter what's going on with you or anyone else, just stay strong and keep pushing because it will happen. I'm Colin. And I'm Megan. And this is Pet Sitter Sitter Confessional, Confessional, an open and honest discussion about life as a pet sitter. Brought to you by Time to Pet. First years in business are generally pretty memorable with a lot of lessons learned that will impact how you operate your business moving forward for years to come. Having a first year in business that includes a global pandemic and massive social unrest across the country is a whole nother level. Today, Simone Addison, the pet nanny out of Atlanta, joins us today to talk about what her first year in business has been like, some of the great advice that her grandma gave her, and how she's navigated and adapted to an ever-changing world. Let's get started. Hey, Colin, and hey, everyone else. Thanks for joining the Pet Setter Confessional. My name is Simone, a.k.a. The Pet Nanny. So to start out, I started my business just starting it off on the side of my nine to five. After realizing that I really, really do love animals and regular everyday jobs really weren't my thing. And it's mostly the micromanagement for me. That's when I decided to commit to it and start my own business. Yeah, it gives you so much more control over what you want to be doing and how you want to be spending your days. Yes, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. And I believe you have a desire to eventually be a veterinarian. So how does that play into the kind of care and the kind of services you provide? Okay. So at first, when I first started this calling, I'm not even going to lie. I was very headstrong about being a veterinarian, although the schooling is very extensive and it's long. I was committed to doing it. So now, honestly, I honestly feel like I've been questioning my passion to be a veterinarian only because it consists of surgery, stitches, blood, et cetera, things like that. So don't get me wrong. I absolutely love helping and taking care of animals. But as far as helping them by like, you know, surgery, like cutting them apart, it's like my main fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping to overcome it. If it happens, it happens. If not, I'll just go with the flow. So therefore, I'm just going to go wherever my heart leads me. It really is something to to remember of of, of things change. And uh, that passion yeah. is still there. Like that passion to care for animals is still there. And now getting to figure out exactly what that means for you and, and what you actually want to be doing and how you want to be interacting with the pets. Yes, absolutely. So what kind of services do you currently offer? The services I currently offer are nail clipping. Overnight, drop-ins, cat sitting, stay in place, and walking. You want me to describe them? Yeah, Sorry. go ahead and tell us. Because <laughs> one, one of the things, one of the questions I had was, how does a stay in play differ from a typical drop-in? Okay, so pretty much to sum it up, a stay in play is when you're going to be away for more than four hours. So most of my clients that want to stay in place service they have extended hours at work um for instance um someone who works with ambulance or nurses things like that someone who works like a 12-hour shift 
So I would go to their residence and provide a two-hour stay and play, which is pretty much the same thing as a drop-in, which is feed them, play with them, walk them. If it's a cat, I'll just strictly feed them and play with them, clean out their litter box. Um, A drop-in is mostly for dogs. It's when I go twice a day to their residence and I walk them, feed them, play with them, and I stay there for one hour. So stay and play is two hours and drop in is one hour. Well, yeah, that level of just looking at that level of of care and attention needed at any given time and making the best possible fit for their pet and the client's own needs. Yes. Now, you have been in business now for about about a year. Is that is that right? That's correct. Um, well, beforehand, I, I tried, Colin, I'm not even going to lie to you. I tried to um, do a poop scoop business. Okay. And um, I really wasn't too fond of it myself. Like the idea sounded good to me. <laughs> but once I actually had people subscribing and I had to go to multiple yards a day, I was like, I love animals, but their poop is a little excessive. So. <laughs> <laughs> So that for me, um, I tried it. I can definitely say I've been there, done that, and I've tried it. Um, so yes, with the pet nanny, I have been in business for about a year to change. You're correct. Yeah, well, that's really exciting. And c- congratulations on one year of business. <laughs> what has Thank this year? You. What has this year been like for you? It has been very positive. I've had some stumbles, um, bumpy. Um, mistakes, many gains, many losses, some big, some small. Finding myself as far as could I really see myself doing it for the rest of my life? Um, of course, we all have those times where we're very discouraged. Um, I, I, at first, I thought my clientele was small. I just wanted more and more, and it began to frustrate me at once. But my grandma always told me it takes about a year to two years to get really going in your business. So I figured patience is key. So pretty much the best part is you have to go through it to learn. So that year for me, I'm going to name it trial and error. <laughs> <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. Yeah. Well, I, what, what great advice from grandma. That's awesome uh, that, that, you know, you, you've, you. you've had that and you've been able to like actually apply that to a crazy, crazy yes. year. And one of the things that you touched on there was, the process of finding yourself and seeing yourself in this business as to what it was something, whether it was something you could actually do. What, how did, how did yeah. those thoughts occur? What, what do you, when you say finding yourself, what does that mean or what did that look like for you? To me, finding myself, it's one thing to just get up and go to work and clock in every day, but to really take on the responsibility of being an entrepreneur and have many things that you're responsible for solely. You cannot blame anyone else. It's solely on you. It's something that you really have to want. You have to really sit down and think about it and marinate on it. It's not something overnight. This is something you really have to be like, like you said, passionate about, see yourself doing for the rest of your life. Or even not if it's not that, something close to it. Or you can end up finding yourself and really and really understand. And I just take I guess take into consideration that and not want to do that. Although you put all your time and effort into it, maybe it's just not for you. And it's never too late to start over. Mm-hmm. And I have no issue starting over. You know, if I decide not to do it, I have no issue going into a different field. But I can really see myself doing it because I myself love animals, like we discussed before. I I was very set on being a veterinarian, 
But what I realized what goes into it and and what a strong stomach you had to have, <laughs> I had second thoughts. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So yes. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, putting the title after your name and seeing how it sounds to you, you know, you know, yes, Simo- exactly. Simone, the dog walker, you know, Colin, the pet sitter. Does that, <laughs> does that, is that how I want? Is that what I want? Is that where I'm going to fit? Yes. How does it kind of, kind of like trying on some clothes going, is this how I want to look? It's, it's this process exactly. of, <laughs> of getting comfortable with yourself and what you're doing. It, it, it is this kind of process. I, I know some people just wake up and they know instantly this is what I'm going to do and this is how I'm going to do it. But a lot of people kind of have to grow into it, especially with something like pet sitting and dog walking who, where the industry really is still seen as, oh, that's a thing? Oh, that's something people can do for, for a living? It's like, yes. it's like, oh, yeah. Like, okay, I, oh, I can do that. That is the self-discovery <laughs> process. <laughs> yes, I agree with that. And in your year of trial and error, uh, you said you mentioned you had some moments of getting discouraged. How did you find yourself overcoming that, and and how do you think that has prepared you for the future? I handle my moments like that. One, of course, it starts by getting out of the bed. You can't do anything in the bed, <laughs> so um, that's one. Um, and you really have to get active, um, exercise your brain, um, speak positive thoughts. Because what you put in is what you get out. And also, I think the main thing is, although I am um, a one-woman team, that you have to have a strong support system. You do. And that's just reality. You can't do it alone. Mm-hmm. So I definitely give a lot of credit to my friends and family um, because they're always there for me. Always, always there for me. Always telling me to push through. Um, I know that depression is a thing and I really don't want to touch on the topic. I myself don't have um, any issues with depression, but I do know that it is a thing. And I just want everyone to know that it is possible to pull yourself out. Um, it's, it's all about positive self-talk and actually getting up and being active because your brain and your body, they work together. So I say to sum it all up, a strong support system. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You cannot go through this without at least some cheerleaders, some support alongside you because you are going to have, we all have down days. We all have days where we don't want to get out of bed, where we don't want to get right. dressed, where we don't want to go through this process again. And, you know, those days are okay to, you know, maybe step back, take a day off, you know, do some sort of care. Having family members around you, having friends, having other pet sitters that can uh, empathize with you and understand where you're going and encourage you because they know you and they want to see you succeed. I mean, that that part's huge is having people around you that want you to succeed and are going to be there through thick and thin. I agree more, Colin. I could not agree more. That right there, I say that that's definitely a big factor. Yes. Yeah. yeah espe- especially in years like 2020, right? Where everything just seems to. Right. Everything, <laughs> where it's just like, what else? What else? To have, to have a foundation exactly. around you, right? <laughs> yes. Some kind of stability. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, on on the topic of 2020, I am curious to know what uh, Atlanta has been like in the era of COVID. Atlanta in COVID. Well, the market has definitely gotten better. Um, I didn't even, to be honest with you, I didn't have any clients at one point. And it was about for a good month, actually. Um, I kept 
I kept pushing through. Advertising pretty much was a, a walking billboard for my brand. Um, in my industry, summer is the peak for us because everyone goes on vacation. Everyone has something to do. But due to COVID, no one was traveling. So I'm glad that now everything is slowly but surely going back to normal. So during that time where you didn't have any clients, what kind of things were you doing uh, you know, other than, than continuing to advertise? How were you continuing to work on mm-hmm. your business and, and yourself? I wrote down a lot of long-term goals. I seek advice from my fellow friends and family members. Um, I just thought of better ways to present myself, my business. These are the times where, and they always, they always say during COVID, you should have learned at least one skill. Um, I was busy trying to perfect my skill. So um, like you mentioned, um, I started supplying pet supplies now. So that was one of the things that came to mind as well, um, because it's one thing to sell a service, but it's another thing to sell a product. So in my brain, just seeing, um, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram, I just know when you see a picture, you're likely to click on it. So I figured that's, that's a really good, not only good for profit, but as far as advertising, I think adding supplies would be good as well. Cause I can just post a picture and was like, Oh, what's that? So I'm just, I was just trying to figure out more ways to better my business, better myself as a person, keep the people around me happy. And you know, the whole shebang. Right. And you mentioned there selling a service is different than selling a product. I, I love that. And I couldn't agree more because many of us uh, you know, are just trying to figure out how to sell a service, let alone trying to sell a product. So how has that been going for you? And what's, you know, how has the selling of products been going for you? It's going, Colin. (laughs) 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 Um, I'm still new to it. I'm going to get advice. So I'm still new to it. I have three products right now. I'm looking more into, I'm actually looking more into my clientele, I'm trying to see the demand. I want to see what people need more. Sure. Um, so business is, it's growing right now with products. It can always get better. There's always room for improvement. So right now I'm just kind of open to listening instead of doing right now. I'm going to lay back on the action and open my ears a little bit more right now. Wow. Could you, wow. That's, that's huge because uh, a lot of us are doers. We, we need to be doing something constantly so has that been yeah. easy, has that been easy for you just kind of waiting and learning um is that you know and, and seeing where it's going to happen versus pushing and, and trying uh, every you know and, and really going after it it's pretty much like when you see someone go through it it's like okay do i want to go down that path or not so for me to sit back and know that if i do something and i i can possibly make all these mistakes why do that to myself just sit back and chill. Although it is really, it, it's frustrating sometimes and it is hard because I just want to do it. Yeah. Like I just want, the first thing that comes to mind, I just want to do it. But I've learned, Colin, I've learned that patience really is key and it pays off because it mm. saves you all those little mistakes. Right. So it, it is difficult. Don't get me wrong, but it's so worth it at the end. Yeah, that's a huge lesson that we can all take that patience really does pay off instead of trying to get 10, 12 steps down the road when you're like, when you don't even know exactly what's going on, like action and (laughs) being proactive is useful in certain times In other times knowing when it's okay to set back and go, okay, let's feel this out. 
let's talk to my clients. Let's see what they need. Let's see what I can help them with so that I'm actually doing something. Because the last thing you want to do is pull in a whole bunch of inventory and then go, great. Now I need to sell it. What you'd right, like what you'd rather do is go, what are people buying? What do people need? And I'll provide that to them in a different way, you know, and, and go at it exactly. a different, just a little bit more. So you're not having to learn all those little hard mistakes uh, along the way. Absolutely. So on that, I, I do want to know uh, just a, one more question on the products side, uh, because many mm-hmm. of us don't have experience with that. What's it like managing the inventory uh, of the products and how does that process look like? Okay. So first and foremost, you have to find a really good vendor. That's first and foremost, because you have to know that you're getting quality products, the shipping that it's going to take. Because if all, if all goes well, it falls on you. But at the same time, if all doesn't go well, it also falls on you. <laughs> so as far as inventory, right now, I keep this on hand. And I will ship as desired. But with me looking into getting more inventory, I am actually looking to hire someone as well. I have someone in mind. So I think I may put them in charge of inventory. So what we'll do, we'll just take it step by step. Um, I watch I watch a lot of YouTube. So I'll probably YouTube a lot of stuff as far as like getting uh, my products starting from ground level ground to getting up to the top. So right now I'm literally just winging it. Like I'm ordering stuff that people need and I'm shipping day by day. Um, As far as inventory, I don't really have a set way that I do it. I'm just kind of going with the flow. Right. Yeah. Try not to get too entrenched in a way or a process of doing things because you're already thinking that this is going to look very different in maybe even a few months, especially if you're looking to hire to someone to do this. Like that, that whole thing seems like it's really in flux and, and you're sitting there going, okay, we're just going to ride this a little bit, you know, continue <laughs> to service, continue learning, continue taking in as much information as possible and we'll adapt and move as we need to. Have you heard about Time to Pet? Susan from The Pet Gal has this to say. Time to Pet has helped us grow exponentially. We believe the platform's features make us by far more professional than other companies who use conventional dashboards. They are the software gurus constantly developing and improving the platform based on user feedback. This decision was a good one. If you are looking for new pet sitting software for your business, give Time to Pet a try. As a listener of Pet Sitter Confessional, you'll get 50% off your first three months when you sign up at timetopet.com slash confessional. It just seems like there are two big topics for 2020. You know, one of them is 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 COVID and just how that has been affecting everything. And the another one that um, I don't see being talked a lot about has been the Black Lives Matter movement and the impact on the pet care industry. Um, many many people probably saw the protests in Atlanta, especially around the CNN building and everything going on. So, being in Atlanta, uh, I would love to hear your take on the Black Lives Matter movement, and especially when it comes to changes in the pet care community around you? Okay. Um, so I'm going to start with COVID. Yeah. I personally, I personally thought that it was just a bad case of the flu. I really didn't think that it existed. I didn't believe in it. 
But seeing the amount of deaths definitely worried me. So at this point, I'm just hoping everyone is washing their hands, disinfecting frequently, and wearing their masks everywhere they go, even if it's a quick in and out errand. Um, Black Lives Matter, it is a touchy subject for me. Um, it, it saddens me how there's no justice, but I do want to say police brutality altogether. Um, I believe all lives matter. Um, as far as the protest, I do believe that it is an effective, positive way to get the point across. Um, as far as it, as far as the impact on the pet care industry, personally, it has not affected it affected me. Um, the market it has, because one COVID, and then two. I guess you can say everything is pretty much up in the air. Um, no one really knows what route to take. Um, we just want to we just want to play it safe, I guess you could say. Sure. But I'm definitely a big advocate for Blue Lives Matter, All Lives Matter. Um, it's just a time right now where. So I'll give you this reference: You're on the highway, and someone is stopped, and they have no gas. But a mile ahead, there's a car that's on fire. Although both cars matter, there's one that urgently needs help. Right. So, in my opinion, um, I don't think that, I definitely think COVID has a big impact on the pet care industry. As far as Black Lives Matter, I don't think it really has any effect on the industry. Um, but I definitely do agree with the way that people are going about getting their point across, which is protest. As long as it's not, negative or aggressive i'm all for it sure yeah it is a very interesting it's a very interesting time and and seeing seeing the pain yeah. and hurt that uh goes across the board and just people trying to be heard and and voices trying yeah. to be lifted up uh and and for as you mentioned like justice to be to be served and you know as when when all of the black lives matter movement really picked back up again in 2020 there was a big discussion around diversity and inclusion and representation in the pet care industry. Do you know if the commute, the pet care industry in Atlanta has had those kind of conversations together about um, lifting up black owned businesses or those kind of, those kind of conversations? Yes. Um, I say that only because Atlanta is predominantly African Americans in Atlanta. Right. So right now, during this time, because of what's going on, we're really trying really hard to support each other. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with it. Um, I feel like we've been doing it beforehand, but I think we're really just trying to make a statement by saying we matter too. Mm. Um, pretty much, I guess you could just say we're just trying to keep it. We're Okay, so for instance, with Black Lives Matter, the protests, when you see them, there's literally, Colin, there's every race possible out there. Mm. It's everyone coming together to make one statement. We're not trying to say no one matters or a certain race doesn't matter, but all together, we all matter. We all make this world go round. Sure. So no matter the color of our skin, we're all the same. We, we all have feelings, but it, we just, it's an equality kind of thing. Right. And That's so, all. 
Yeah. And seeing everybody come together in that manner. And, and yeah. you know, you mentioned the importance of having a community and a support system around you as a business owner, how much more important as an individual and as a community to gather around and say, everybody in the community matters. And, and, and we, yeah. we are lifting up and we are making a statement like, hey, we, we need to work. We still, there's still work to be done and, and we still need to be seen and still need to be heard. Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. Well, and I just, uh, the the reason it's interesting to me is just because of, of everything going on this year and in your first year of business, navigating a global pandemic, navigating a huge social justice movement while Mm -hmm. still getting your feet under you as a business owner, while still trying to find yourself that there, it seems like a very, uh, all the all the crossroads are just coming together right at the same time for you. So it just it's it's a lot going on basically. Is <laughs> what I'm trying to say. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> now I appreciate the acknowledgement, Colin. I really, really do. Um, it's definitely a blessing to be on this podcast and just. And I'm not only just I'm not only letting people know about my business, but I'm venting to you as well. Some of the things some of these things have been on my chest and. I appreciate you asking these questions and wanting to know my opinion. I, I definitely appreciate that. Oh, you're very welcome. And and I know because it's, it's, it's a lived experience. It's things that are going on and uh, things that are on everybody's mind. And it's, uh, you know, conversations that, that need to be continued to have and to, to understand what's going on and just get an idea of, of where people are uh, and where their thoughts are. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So thinking back, um, over this year, I was curious, uh, what has been the biggest thing that you've learned this year? I have learned, do not let what's going on around you affect you. That's the biggest thing. Um, and I'm a very positive person, but I'm not even going to lie to you, Colin. 2020 has brought a lot of negativity. Mm. And if you let things like that get to you, you you have to have some kind of self-control, whether it's mental, physical, you have to know how to adapt to certain things. Although we never thought that anything like this would happen to this extent. You have to be in control. You have to know everything is going to be okay. Mm. Today is not going to be like tomorrow. Today isn't like yesterday. So you just have to keep pushing. So my main thing and my main message to everyone is please do not let things that you cannot control affect you. Mm. Understanding where our focus of control is and understanding what we need, you know, our, our role in the world around us and going, I know I have things, I have goals that I want to accomplish. And this negativity that is 2020, whether, you know, whether it's 2020 or something else, these lessons, mm-hmm. be, being able to, to focus and, as you mentioned, have these things in place, whether, you know, get out of bed, make your bed, mm-hmm. start, you know, focus on your work <laughs> and don't let these ne- this negativity in because that's not going to help your business. That's not going to help you and it's going to take your focus away from things that you need to be working on. Yeah. And I know a lot of people, a lot of people had a, many goals that they wanted to reach. You know how everyone has their New Year's resolution. Um, 
you know, and you know how that goes every year. And <laughs> yeah. I know a lot of people had goals that they weren't able to meet. And I just want everybody to know, just stay strong. Please stay strong because it's always possible. The sky is the limit, no matter what's going on with you or anyone else. Just stay strong and keep pushing because it will happen. Right. Now, after your, after a, a year and everything that's going on, do you think you found yourself in the pet care industry? When you look look ahead to the future, uh, is this something that that you see yourself doing for the long haul? Yes, absolutely. Um, I I love animals. Any animal you put in front of me, I will have a bond with. I won't let go of. It could be anything with spiders. Okay, anything with spiders. Um, <laughs> it could be a rat that you found. <laughs> anything but spiders. Um, yes, I definitely. I want to do this for the rest of my life. I have a passion for animals. It's like a a love from an animal is so much different from a human. I always tell people animal love is different from human love. Um, In the future, I definitely do want to add more services. I want to be a little more creative, Um, something that people have never heard of before. At this point, um, well, right now, I'm actually considering transporting services, and um, I'm not really... I'm I'm just kind of um, brainstorming on it because I know it's gonna be it's gonna be a lengthy process, but in the long run, yes, I do want to expand my business. Um, if the veterinary comes into play, then I'm just gonna let it flow. If not, then I'll just go with what where my heart goes. Because regardless of what I do, I want to be happy. Following that passion and not trying to get in your own way. And you mentioned right at the beginning about. You were very easy. It's very easy for you to restart and very for easy you to go, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's try this other thing. I feel like that's a skill mm-hmm. that not very many people have. Many of us, I know myself included, tend to cling to things as they are sinking and go, I'm going to make this work. Like, this. <laughs> like I'm stressing over it. Like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but to be able to yeah. recognize, okay, this isn't the thing anymore. I can shift over here just how how freeing that is and and how the 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 real true sense of being adaptable recognize when something's yes. not working out both in your business more importantly personally recognizing where that passion where that happiness is and going okay i'll go over there I, it it seems mm-hmm. like that like that's that's a very healthy thing especially in times of tumult and uncertainty correct i also agree with you though Colin about when you when you have something and you stick to it because also and that's, I think sometimes that can be my downfall as well, because I'm so quick to be like, okay, this didn't work. But when you put your head to it and your head strong about it and you keep pushing, eventually, most of the time, it will work. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another thing. And I appreciate about people like you, they're not so easy to be like, okay, next, you know, they, they put more effort. And if something's not working, they try it, they take a different route, but the same destination. Thank you. Yeah. It's, it is this balance of, of knowing when to, it's time to grit, grit your teeth and just nose the grindstone and go after it versus, yeah. okay, where's the, is and being able to recognize, okay, this is actually not going to work like that, that fine line. Right. I mean, that, that really takes some time to figure out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thinking yeah. about other pet care providers, what would be your advice to them right now? Pet care providers, I definitely think that, like I said, and I'm going to keep saying, I think you guys should definitely push through. Um, make sure that it's something that you want to do. Um, one big thing that I definitely want you guys to recognize is 
if you have the patience for animals, they're not like us. Their thought process is not like ours. I just think that if this is something that you really want to do, stick to it and commit. Like I said, if you can find another way to do it with the same outcome, Mm. I definitely suggest that you do that. Um, I've actually had a girl come to me and tell me that she wants to, she wants to do the pet sitting. She doesn't live in Georgia though, but she wants to do the pet sitting. And I completely, I encourage her to do it. She's made her website. Um, She asked for tips. And I give them to her because I feel like we can all be successful in this industry. There's room for all of us. Um, And there's many, there's so many pets to love out here, whether they're stray animals or they have an owner or they're ready to be adopted. Um, By the way, I'm a big advocate for adopt, don't shop. Just had to put that in there. Um, But yes, definitely. I motivate everyone that, even just think of being a pet sitter, try it, try it and see if you like it. If you don't like it, then, you know, try something else. Yeah. And you mentioned (laughs) there, there are so many pets to love and ways to love them. You can, you know, not everybody has to be a dog walker. You know, you can provide the boarding or the drop-ins or the taxi service or the grooming or these, Mm -hmm. there's, there's so many ways to provide service and care for all of the pets that there really is a niche and a place for everybody of all walks of life, of all backgrounds here in the pet care industry. What are some of your favorite tools, supplies, or maybe resources that you, that you like and would recommend? I like, let's see. So I do the nail clipping service. So I do want to give a shout out really quick to well and good stainless steel nail clippers. Those are the only nail clippers that I ever use, and they are fantastic. They have a guard on them, and I never have any worries, no mistakes, because that that guard has me secure. Um, I also like I like Chewy. Chewy's really, really good for pet supplies. I'm a big advocate for Chewy. Their shipping is really fast. YouTube. YouTube's my go-to. If you have any questions, you guys, before you buy any products, before you get any services, always check their reviews, Google reviews, and watch YouTube. Watch somebody else that has used these products or services um, that can relate to you so you know. Yeah, it's really easy to get caught up in the hype of something, whether it's a product or a service, and go, great, that seems like it's going to work for me. I'll go get it. Uh, taking that yeah. one, taking that side step, just a small step to the side, and going, let me read some reviews. Let me watch somebody actually using it and see if that's going to work for me. Because there are a ton of different re- products and things out there that you know. It, the reason there's so many is because there's so many different uses and people have different tastes. So to take that time to just watch a five minute YouTube review, it, it really does. It's really helpful and it's it's great to see the kind of variety that they have on there. Yes, I definitely agree. YouTube will be your best friend, um, especially if you're trying to do things by yourself as far as pet care. Um, if you're not trying to hire anyone to do it or you don't or you or pretty much like you just want to do it on your own. Yes, that that definitely is a good resource. Um, PetSmart Petco. I love them as well. Um, just make sure that you read your reviews. Take your time out and do yourself a favor and read the reviews. Simone, this has been a real joy and, and a real pleasure discussing your first year and the craziness that it has been. But your <laughs> attitude, your positivity, and your adaptability and your stick to itness I just, there's so much wrapped up into that. And it's been, it's been really encouraging to me 
So thank you for coming on. But if people have other questions, if they want to get connected with you, how can they best do that? Yes, Colin. Thank you again. I really do appreciate it. Again, my name is Simone and I am the Pet Nanny. I offer custom pet services located in Atlanta, Georgia. You can reach me. My Facebook is www.facebook.com backslash the pet nanny. So that's T-H-E-E. Um, Instagram, same thing, the pet nanny. And I also have a website and it is www, of course, the pet nanny.com. Wonderful. Yeah, definitely go follow her and check her everything that she's got going on. It's a lot of fun. Simone, it's been again, a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks, Colin. Enjoy your day. I had really two big takeaways from that conversation with Simone. The first one was when she said that she was going to lay back on the action and open her ears to listening. In a time of crisis and time of unrest and times of uncertainty, that is one of the hardest steps anybody can do in their business is to take a moment to listen, collect themselves, and figure out a path forward before they start barging down and start trudging onward. As she said, it really does help cut out a lot of the painful lessons that you'd have to learn anyway. So watch people go ahead of you or see what other people have done in times past and learn from others in those moments so that you don't have to try and reinvent the wheel. I also really enjoyed the part of the conversation talking about having a sustainable business through finding yourself and discovering ourselves as pet sitters. I'd never really thought of it before as putting on the title and seeing if that's how we can view ourselves for the long haul. How as we grow and find ourselves as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, we're putting on all these sort of different hats and these different labels. Some of them are not readily recognized by the world at large, though that is changing with public perception. But still, it's not really public perception that we're battling so much as our personal perceptions as who we define ourselves as and how we see ourselves contributing to society, how we see ourselves from the inside. Only you can answer that. Only, only I can, can answer that. And that's something that we all have to walk through and work through as business owners. So how was that process for you? Was it easy? Did you wake up one morning and find that this was exactly what you needed to be doing? Or did you have to grow into it? Did you have to grow on you and try it out for a little bit? We'd love to hear from you. So send us an email at feedback at petsitterconfessional.com or get connected with us on Facebook, Instagram. We're Pet Sitter Confessional there as well. We'd love to hear from you and and hear how you have changed over time or what that process was like early on seeing yourself as a pet sitter, as a dog walker, as a, as a pet care provider. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Time to Pet, for making this show possible. Head on over to timetopet.com forward slash confessional to get that discount. I did also want to say that here we are at the end of October, uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. So if you haven't already, or if you would like to go and do it again, you can go and make a donation for breast cancer research and breast cancer awareness, where together we can not only imagine a world with more birthdays, but we can make it possible together. Megan and I hope you have a wonderful week. We'll be back again soon.